Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. We have such a treat for you investors on today's podcast episode. Alicia St. Germain is with us here and she is a former rich dad coach, which for anyone that's has their start in real estate investing knows that that's a big deal that she was a rich dad coach. She's got tons of experience in, um, you know, actually on the mobile home park arena, but actually what we're talking about today, which is just an absolutely amazing episode. She really gets into the mindset and really gets into how to reclaim who you are so you can achieve the goals you want to. I love that. And that's something that we don't talk too much about self-care. And Alicia really, it's a great coach for entrepreneurs that are looking to really implement things. And one thing, Liz, that really struck me is when we were talking about why we don't do the things that we know we should be doing. And she said, it is serving you a purpose. And then I was like, what do you mean by that? It's like not doing something that you know you should be doing. It's really serving a purpose of keeping you on your comfort zone or something else that we don't know because it's on our unconscious mind. So figuring that out will take you to where you want to go. So I can't wait for you guys to listen to this episode because it's one of my favorites and you cannot miss it. Enjoy. Welcome back, investors. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Investor Show. We're super excited to have Alicia on our, on our interview today. Hi, Alicia. Hi there. Super excited to be here. Yeah, we're going to jump into her story. And before we do, we'd like to get connected to all of you. And just thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of this community. Thank you for being on this path with us where we're really on, the, on a mission, on a, on a movement, on a, on a big purpose-driven kind of journey we're on here to help women become financially free and live a balanced life. And I think I am a perfect example of trying to figure that out on a daily basis. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so that's why we love this topic so much because we we teach what we want to learn, right? Um, But anyway, let's let's get to, um, uh, Andressa, you have something burning to share, you told me. So why don't you you share that burning thing? Well, I already shared it with you. When it started burning, I text you immediately because I want you to get it too. But (laughs) well, when... When you, you know that in all listeners, you probably heard me recommending a book here and there. I am a big reader. I mean, I do a lot of audiobook. Can I still be considered a big reader or I, I became a good listener? <laughs> Regardless. Um, so I came across this book and I think that this book came to me actually, and it's called The Seat of the Soul. And it is an old book but it couldn't be more, you know, on point to me where I am right now. And it talks about the effects of consciousness on our lives. And I was like, I'm sorry, but this is a book that I think I'll take like about five lives for me to fully (laughs) comprehend and digest everything that I'm hearing it. Sometimes I stop the car and say, what, wait, what the hell? What did you say? This is an aha moment. This is the type of book. And 
it is all about what we are talking today in this show. It has to do with that. And I, I do believe that more conscious we are, more, you know, aware we are about yeah. the surroundings. And I always talk to you about like the law of attraction and everything else. But this book talks about if you're not conscious, you will not hear or see or feel the answer. Therefore, mm. you don't get it. Yes, the answers are around. The answers are around. And if you are mm -hmm. in that path, this is the show for you too. And today I'm so excited. And that's why you might be hearing me right now, listening to me right now and say, why the hell you're talking about it? Your, your, your show is about real estate. And I guarantee you everything that I'm talking to you about has to do with your mindset <laughs> and you got to get this. Otherwise you don't know why you're reacting and getting upset about your contractor, your offer that didn't get accepted, your partner that really sucks or whatever that situation is. All of that, yeah. all of it has to do with your conscious, how you identify yourself and how you take care of yourself. Yeah. Right. And I'm super excited uh, to talk to Alicia today because <laughs> we're talking a lot about self-care. Yeah. And I am just like, I can't wait. So for all of you guys, check this book out, The Seat of the Soul. And we're going to put mm -hmm. on our show notes as well. All right. Yeah. I mean, when you, when you texted me last week, you said, oh, you got you to gotta get this book. I mean, I feel like on a weekly basis, you text me about that. <laughs> You're right. Um, but then I look on my bookshelf and I have two copies of it <laughs> and oh I haven't, I started it, but I've never finished it. So with that, with that suggestion, that's on my next on my list. So but without further ado, um, Alicia, thanks again for being on our show. As we like to share with, with all the lady, you know, ladies listening, uh, as we call them, our investors listening, what for you compelled you to get involved? And I know you're involved in a lot of different businesses now as an entrepreneur, but what actually got you involved in investing? Because I know you have a, you have a past in real estate and investing and, and that's part of your world as well. So love to hear that is kind of where that began for you and, and where you are today. Sure, sure. So I would say I kind of grew up in investing and, uh, but really my, my first experience exposure to it was my mom was a realtor and a residential real estate appraisal appraiser mm -hmm. and then actually moved into investing herself when I was leaving uh, high or middle school to high school time time frame and I distinctly remember standing on top of a telephone or on top of a, a ladder putting a sign on a telephone pole that says we buy houses and I'm telling my mom like I'm doing this because I want to spend time with you while I'm home <laughs> I don't actually want to do real estate mm. and then after I went to college got a job as a respiratory therapist I was like well uh, I really don't like working for someone else and being told what to do. So maybe I do want to do real estate. And that's when I got a lot more serious about learning to invest in real estate. And mm. um, the part about real estate that I really, really, really loved was up-leveling people. Um, I, I found a passion in mobile homes and being able to take someone who thought they could never own a home to being able to affordably own something that belonged to them, mm. that they could, in five years, it was theirs and really help them to become a better version of them uh, themselves and being able to see um, themselves differently. It was just so empowering and being able to move into teaching others to invest in real estate. Like I love that piece of it. So 
Um, what I do now is I actually, from teaching real estate, I, I, I noticed a huge disparity between where people learned the technique or the strategy and actual implementation. So I went on this mission to figure out, okay, what is it? What's happening? What is it about the way we are educating people uh, to, to take, to empower themselves, to go out and, and be financially free, but where's the breakdown happening? Mm. And so I today work with entrepreneurs uh, really around. It's so funny, Andre, so you were talking about consciousness and my company is called the conscious edge. Oh my God. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, really. Because when we become conscious about what is happening inside of us, we don't have to be frustrated or saying like, Oh, what is wrong with me? Or why can't I just do this? Or why am I in the, stuck in this constant state of preparation or procrastination? And we can actually move into action I mean, it's really an amazing thing that happens. So that's really where our edge is, where we can forgive ourselves for just being, it's part of our humanness, but we don't have to be controlled by our mind. We can actually control our mind. And that's where our conscious edge comes from. Oh my gosh, that, that is so nice. I remember that, well, so I met Alicia years ago when I got started and um, we purchased uh, Rich Dad courses and Alicia was one of the leaders and I met such wonderful people. And I always tell people this, um, some people say, oh, a lot of, you know, paid thousands of thousands of dollars. Is that worth it? I am telling you, I recover every single penny, but most important, the people that I met there, I can't put a price right? And it doesn't matter what it is. If it is a $500 course, is a $30,000, the people that you meet that will affect your life and you don't, you don't know, right? Alicia, I could not even think or imagine that we'll be talking. You did not have kids. Alicia has two beautiful kids. You did not have kids at that time and it, neither do I. So it's just a full circle. And I remember vividly um, one person stood up among the other people. And he said, well, I've been uh, taking the courses for a little while and I'm almost ready to pull the trigger. And then we're like, oh, how, how long? Oh, two years. And then it hit me. I was like, I need to understand what he hold him back to pull the trigger to take the action because... I don't want to be that. I don't want to get ready to get ready. And I do think that a lot of the women that are listening to us, we overthink and therefore we get stuck. So for the ladies that are starting out and in their business, in their careers, they're thinking about doing a transition. Do you think that even though a lot of people are taking real estate courses and getting the know-how knowledge, would that be sufficient for them? Or if they don't take care of their mindset, it's just like, you know, you're in wrong gear, I'll say. Well, I mean, 110%. Um, I always say you're, the difference between success and and really being getting stuck is your ability to transform your perspective about the world and yourself. 
Mm. It's not based in any one strategy. Probably every single person here listening knows a strategy for making money for themselves or can figure it out. But what's stopping them is that ability to transform their perspective, to say, I'm worthy of this. It doesn't matter what people think of me. Um, you know, people get stuck in perfectionism because they're afraid that if they fail, it makes them a failure. And there's all these hidden things that happen. And, they, and a lot of times we don't even know they're there. Mm. They're operating in the subconscious. And unless you have, you have the training or, or skills and tools and you're working with a coach or you're working with someone to help bring forward those unconscious drivers when you get stuck, um, it just, it, 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 it's so frustrating. I mean, there are people that just, they cannot move forward and it's so frustrating. So I have so much compassion for that because it comes from something early on in their, in their past. It's something that they learned usually early on. So you are saying that they need to reveal that and kind of unlearn or replace it? Yeah, it, you would say unlearn or I would say reformulate their relationship. So let's say somebody has a... Um, fear, like they're not moving forward, they're in procrastination. A lot of times procrastination and perfectionism are uh, related to each other. And so if somebody's not moving forward, they're trying to make it perfect, it could come from something that happened earlier on in their life where they witnessed something bad happening mm. because they weren't perfect. Like for me, I'll share a personal thing. When sure. I was in fourth, uh, maybe it was sixth grade, I had um, raised my hand. We were doing a sex education uh, like thing at school and I was to fill out a form or some sort of worksheet and I didn't understand how to fill out the worksheet. And I just said, mm. I'm not understanding. Where do you want me to put this? And what the girls on the bus turned it into for me was, well, she doesn't know what it means to go all the way. And so they ensued on mm. making fun of me. So what I learned, and there was lots of bullying through high school. And mm -hmm. so what I learned is you don't open up and say a word until you got it perfect. Because if you get it, don't have it perfect, then you're going to be humiliated publicly. Mm. So I had to go through an entire, I mean, me as a person who does public speaking, right? I had to go through and confront that and say, that's not true and find evidence. We'll, we'll find evidence of anything in this world that we believe. So I got to consciously choose to find different evidence that speaking up is powerful and that it changes other people's lives and that actually sharing my truth actually makes it better for other people hmm. so that I could stand up and, and share my mission and go on my calling to actually empower entrepreneurs to take action. Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean. Yeah. It's, it's, it's creating new neural pathways in the brain around whatever your belief system is. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a heavy topic, right? So if every day we're walking around, I mean, what you're saying makes so much sense, but right. Every day we get stopped, right? All of us get stopped for various things um, or get stuck or get into like a mind chatter, they call it, or the monkey mind, or uh, I'm not sure you know, whatever they, whatever people call it, but you get stuck. And it's what you're saying makes so much sense. But how do you in that moment, right? You know, the, the, the rubber meets the road, you're in those moments, you're in the day to day world. Um, and you have support, you may have a coach, you may have an accountability partner, whomever you have paid, not paid a friend that can help help you. But how do you kind of what process is there like a simple kind of process that people can can 
implement, right, in their day-to-day world so they can ensure they're st- keeping a conscious world, a conscious life. I know things that I do, but there are moments that I'm like, why am I so frustrated right now? I've been frustrated for the last two hours. I mean, this morning, I had a disconnect with my husband, and I was so morning. upset. What's that? Good morning, I know. <laughs> I know what you, what you put, put out there, and it was just, we had a disconnect, and then that, I was like, why was I, and I thought about it, why was I so frustrated, and I dissected it, but it gets hard to dissect. I guess my question to you is for when people get stuck, whether it's personally, professionally, obviously in the real estate investing business, how did they in those moments, become more conscious. So it's not hours, right? It's moments because we're going to get stuck. So what any tools or strategies you've implemented with all of your clients that, you know, could be maybe some of those in the moment kind of get out of that monkey mind? Well, what I would say to everyone is it's a practice, just like everything else in this world. When we, when we start to look at everything that we do, your real estate, you know, when you think about the first day on your job, did you know exactly what to do? No, you kind of fumbled through it. So as you go through and you have these moments that trigger you, mm-hmm. uh, these feelings of guilt, shame, anger, frustration, you know, all of the things that really are very low bright vibration, they don't feel good to us right. and they make us question like, why the heck are we doing this? And the more that you realize that a feeling does not need to control you, it's a, uh, it's an indicator. It's look at your, start to, to distance yourself from a feeling and, and think of it more like, wow, thank you so much for indicating to me that there's something about this situation. I like that. That makes me feel bad. Yeah. Okay. And then you were so good to say, okay, why did I feel that way? So the more you know, like why you felt that way, like me getting down to why I felt sometimes it's really hard to say my truth. And, and the farther we get away from it, we'll always get hooked back into it. Like for me, there's certain people that mm. hook back in and it has to do with the personality trait of that girl mm. that right. is bullying me. Um, so I can recognize like a personality trait in someone else to say, oh, she's triggering me because this. Yeah. So, so it's a practice. What I, want, what I want you most to take away from this is you, you, you can't always um, be that objective about right. your feelings, but the more that you do it, the easier it gets. And the more you get to know yourself and the more you really let those things be part of who you are. And, and it's not an excuse for bad behavior. Like when we spout off and we say something we wish we hadn't said, it's not an excuse for bad behavior, but it's also to say, oh, okay, this is, my body was trying to protect me. My brain was protecting me, right? Because if somebody triggers me and I get mad at them because of that thing that happened in my past mm-hmm. and I get mad at them and I say something, I don't get to go, oh, well, I was allowed to be that way because somebody bullied me. Mm-hmm. Um, I get to say to myself something more like, okay, I get it, brain. I know you were trying to protect me, but that situation wasn't in play here. Yeah. No, so I love that. I get to thank it. So practice. Practice yeah. real estate. Practice, 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 practice. Practice moving through the fear. Practice moving through the shame. Practice moving through the guilt. And, and just let that be the triumph. Let yeah. that be enough because that's what we all struggle with, aren't we? Don't we question if we're enough? I think the triggers is a great, a great insight. I mean, that's, that's 
you know, and I, and that's actually, I, you know, and asking not to make it all about me, because this is like my therapy now, but you know, when, <laughs> <laughs> personally, but it, you know, it's, but it's interesting. You can ask yourself the questions, but using those terms, what was the trigger? And then going back and that's a really great strategy, if you will. It's mm-hmm. a great question that I wasn't asking myself. I was like, why did that happen? But I actually was getting stopped with my answers and I, I had to probably keep going a little bit, right? Because what, what it usually is first isn't that. It's like peeling back a, a, an onion. I've done a lot of work on myself over the years knowing that it's usually not the first thing. Right. It's usually like the third thing behind it, right? right. So um, that's great, great suggestion. The, um, the other thing, thing I really want to make sure we get to because you have such insight into is, is really the idea of self-care. Yeah. And you know, a lot of our listeners are obviously the women... I want to buy an investment property and they go to it. There's a lot of our listeners who have quite a bit of portfolio. They, they've been in this business for, for 10, 15 years, 20 years. Um, they're running, you know, in a lot of ways, they're making money. They're running a successful business, but the self-care part yeah. is, is getting messed, right? So, um, you know, I just, I'm curious to, you know, understand that a little bit from, from your perspective and working with all these folks you had to move away from a busy real estate teaching. You're one of Rich Dad's teachers. I mean, that's amazing. Right. I'm sure that was a very, yeah. that wasn't like just, you know, at like, you know, just some random thing. And that was a big opportunity for you. I would imagine it took a lot of time and energy and you were successful at it and you were running your, your you know, uh, real estate business. How did you shift then to focus on what you're focusing on? And I know that was part of doing too many things. So mm-hmm. That's a big complaint we get from women, especially women, because they, they're, you know, they're at the helm of everything. I mean, men have their own stuff they have to work through and they have their own path, but that's not who we're focused on helping. We're focused on helping women. Um, how did you, you know, how do you kind of manage that? And how did you then now teach that to others and getting rid of some things and focusing? I call it my pre-35 life and my post-35 life. Pre-35, like I did everything that looked good on paper and everything everybody said I should do and everything that made sense and was logical. And post-35, it was like I I had my baby, um, my first baby, and it was like I finally gave myself permission to grow up and, 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 and be myself. So I'm sitting at my computer and I'm teaching uh, for the, them late at night, like nine to midnight, 10 to one, you know, AM. My daughter struggles with uh, night terrors and mm-hmm. I hear her, I mean, if you could imagine, I hear her screaming and my husband doesn't know how to help. Uh, I don't, don't know that I know how to help it either. It's just part of the process, but I have to push down every scream I hear of her into the, my gut so that I can yeah. deliver quality training. Mm. And then she's not sleeping at night and I'm getting up at, you know, five and six in the morning and, and I'm running this other business and, uh, you know, the real estate business. And then I've got my hand in something else over here. And I was like, I'm miserable. This is not what I signed up for. This is not what I wanted parenthood to be. I was mad at her because she wouldn't sleep. That's not her responsibility, right? Come on. And um, I was like, no, this is unacceptable that my life looks like this. And so it was about me creating three areas of focus. One is my body is my tool in this world to do amazing, good work for others. It's, so I have to take care of it. And, and if it's broken down and I'm sick and I'm tired and I'm, and I stay a, tired mind is hard to manage. So if I could give your viewers like one tip or your, your listeners one tip, like you have to sleep. 
Yeah. You are not like, but I love you guys. I think you're amazing women. You're awesome out there, like ruling the world, but you have to sleep because a tired mind is hard to manage. So when you get into procrastination and self-talk and as you call them monkeys, I think. Yeah. Monkey <laughs> like that. That is 100% harder to manage when you are tired. So I had to say, I got to take care of my body. And then I had to say, I have to take care of my support system, my family, my daughter, my, my, I have a son now, um, my husband, you know, the people in my life that I could unconditionally love, no matter what, they don't have to show up any way other than to be themselves. Cause when we start to have to perform for other people and they have to perform back for us in a certain way in order for us to be happy, that's not fair. That's not happiness. That that's relying on someone else. So I started saying, who do I want in my life that I could unconditionally love, even if they couldn't show up at their best. And then the third was what's my calling. Mm -hmm. And my calling was that entrepreneurs be able to make a huge impact in the world and that they no longer spent tens of thousands of dollars on training that they didn't implement, that they went back to jobs and they continued to serve. I'm sorry, I'm passionate here. No, but go for it. Go for it. Serve these things in their past that no longer were protecting them, but were actually sab sabotaging them. Mm. That was my calling. And so I, I got to let go of everything that didn't fit that calling. And, and that's the part of the work that I do. Part of the work that I do today is really in making sure that we're serving what we really want to serve and not our past. I, I love hearing that. I came across this concept another day. I don't know who or when or how, but it says that if you're trying to be somebody else, if you're not respectful to who you really are, how can you possibly, how can you possibly fulfill your purpose? Because your purpose here, it's designed to you. And it seems that you really came down to like, let me have a talk to myself and figure that out and honor that. Therefore, you can really implement everything that you were meant to. It sounds to me that, I don't know, sh like share your, your thoughts, but I feel that we are on this awakening movement right now, or I am, and I feel that everybody's kind of, because we bring those things to conversations now. We talk about self-care, we talk about awareness, we talked about... Uh, how women uh, no longer want to wear all the hats or, you know, prove to her or to anybody else that she or, can do it or can be all, if she doesn't want to be at all, fine. But all of this, like, stereotypes, um, it feels to me that sometimes we're still in, like, a zombie phase, that we're not aware, and that women struggle, 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 and she doesn't know why she reacts the way that she reacts. And most important, why the same lesson keeps coming is the same thing. There is a pattern. So it's the same thing happening, happening. And then the questions that we get is like, why is this happening to me? And then it comes to like a victim and then uncontrolled situation. So for that situ that scenario, what is the first step to first like, okay, what's, what's going on here? Because the same thing 
is happening over and over again, and I'm probably not seeing it. So well, yeah, and that's what it is. The same thing keeps happening over and over again. It's because you haven't learned it yet. <laughs> that's right. what I always tell people. Like, yep. don't every time you ba- every time you back down or uh, from that because you don't want to feel it. Yeah, it's going to keep coming, and it's going to keep being a struggle. So, um, I think it's having the courage. It's it's it's. But more than that, it's connecting to your calling because your calling, like Liz shared with me that, and I'm sure your listeners know this, but Liz shared with me, like she really has a calling. And I think you do too, Andresa, to help women mm-hmm. become financially free and, and to really empower women. And so it's those, it's that calling that makes you want to get up or want to go through the hard moments or want to, um, you know, do the things that aren't fun and stay connected. So I think it's really, it, instead of like looking at it as a heavy thing, because I, I hear like, why does this keep happening to me? Like, instead of looking at it like a heavy thing, like for me, when I get to go through something that's, it, and it's going to keep coming up, you said it's like the layers of the onion, but it's going to keep coming up um, no matter what level you get to. You're never there. You're never all the way there. Um, but every time I work through it, I think about like all these women, because I'm very called to help women as well. And I think about all these women that have so many gifts and are playing small in their life and what our world would look like if we would be more kind to each other, if we would always think of how we could help someone else first. And know that it's just going to come back to you because it's, it's, it's just a good way of being. But all of the other busyness gets in our way. So for me, it's like being really connected to my calling makes, gives me the motivation to work through all that stuff because I know what life can look like when I work through it. Just on the other side of really hard moments is a really amazing thing that you can be really proud of that you worked through and, and conquered. So like being afraid of purchasing your first deal. Like you get through that. Think how amazing mm. that's going to feel. Certainly. For the ladies that are listening to us, I bet there are a few of them that are asking, I don't know what my calling is and I don't know how to figure that out. What would you tell them? Think in your life of when you have felt the most happy and alive and on fire. There's, even if you have to go all the way back to when you were a kid, what were you doing that just made you feel incredible? For me, it's always when I'm helping someone else. When I raised $47,000 for charity by being willing to shave my head, I was lit up. When I am working with that, yeah. oh my gosh, you know, like those moments, like good when for I'm you, helping people. When when my homeowner gets their title to their mobile home, like that's awesome. So think of those moments in your life that you felt lit up and on fire, even if it was paid, not paid. What was it that that's going to be your pathway to start to figure that out? Yeah. And then it, and then it snowballs into, okay, what's the, what, you know, what are the next steps? Cause that's really what ends up happening is you have these glimmers, you know, and people, I think most people would say, you know, I, I have these things that I know I do well and I enjoy, 
but then I have other responsibilities, right? And then I have, you know, then you, the, the pressure of the world, the pressure of life or self-created, what have you, paying the bills. And, the, and it's always this like, you're always kind of sometimes floating in between passion projects and I got to do this to kind of keep the bills paid, right? And, and I think, I think it's, it's, a, it's a dance for, for, for women, for people. And, you know, what, what kind of keeps them going? What kind of keeps people, women going to say, like you're saying, how do I keep doing more of the calling part and then financially, right, doing well with it enough to maybe walk away from the full-time job or the, the job that I just don't have any kind of passion for? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, any, any other thoughts like how they, you know, as you talk about doing too many things, how did they do all of, all of that and stay kind of um, motivated, you know? And, and I don't know, that's a, it, that could be tough at times, right? I mean, I know I've been there. So I'm just curious, what, what would you say to those ladies listening that they know they have glimmers of what their calling is and they have ideas, but then they also have these other kind of, you know. What I would okay. say and, and this is, this is going to go to um, a free, uh, like a gift that I have for them that I think is going to help with this um, called reclaiming you, right? Because that's what we're really talking about yeah. is reclaiming ourselves. Ooh, reclaiming you. I like that. <laughs> so it's all about creating a lot more sim- simplicity. And, um, you know, what it comes down to is we think we have to do everything ourselves. And if you start to create these filters that I talk about in your life, and this is what I talk about in reclaiming you, is... I, the next step is to look at everything that doesn't fit into those filters and figure out strategies to get it off your plate. And if you can't get it off your plate, then that's where the work is. That's Mm. where like, why will this not come off my plate? What is this serving in my subconscious that Mm. says this is, has to be Ah. on my plate and I'm the only one that can do this because chances are somebody else probably can. Like for me. Alicia, just, so you were saying that unconsciously it is serving something yeah always oh always because our brain is like an immune system and it keeps us and this comes from immunity to change which is part of my certification um but it it's an immune system right it's there and it's designed to keep us safe and there's all these things going on in the background like a computer antivirus meant to keep you safe right but sometimes what happens is we have something new that triggers the same thing that, that a dangerous situation would trigger. And so it goes into almost like an autoimmune thing where it blocks right. it, even though it's safe. So like your antivirus will pop up on your computer. Wait a minute. We're, we're going somewhere. I think this is unsafe. <laughs> and you have to actually say, no, no, it's okay. Let's go. Right. You click, wow. you click the okay button or the ignore button mm-hmm. and, then you keep, and then you can keep going. Or sometimes we have to go into our antivirus and we have to change the filters completely mm. because it keeps blocking and it keeps like shutting down our computer. We're like an operating system. Is that a, like an automatic, like auto sabotage for some reason? Is it like an automatic sabotage? sabotage? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, some or people less. call it that. Some people call that sabotage to me feels like, like you're, it's attacking itself. Well, I mean, yeah, it's an autoimmune like in your body, if you get an autoimmune, it's, it's sabotage. For me, it's like, um, I don't, it's like, it feels really negative, but but there's a place of forgiveness. So like, I don't want to be like, we don't have to go to war with ourselves. We're not going to war. We're saying like, thank you for protecting me. 
Okay. And, and let's, let's look at when does this apply and when does it? Cause when people go into mm -hmm. war with themselves, they start like, it's like when your parents raise you and you say, I will never do that to my kids. And then you have kids and you're like, oh my gosh, I so know why my mom did that to me because you tried to not do it to them and then it was too much. So I always caution people like when you have a new consciousness, be careful not to immediately change your behavior 110%. Take the time to observe when does this apply and when does it not apply because it's there to keep you safe. That's a really great point. I, and I love the, um, I love what you're saying about, because, you know, I've, I've spoken a lot about just where, where we are in our own business and just trying to delegate and figure systems and processes out, um, trying to get things off, off the plate, like you're saying. And then you're, what I love what you're saying is you're taking another step. Okay, if you're not taking off your plate or if you're not taking energy towards that, that you've identified, we're all clear that that needs to get moved on to someone else, then why? There's, there's something deeper or something else coming up personally, what have you. And I think um, it, it reminds me of, a, I think it was in Landmark and one of those, uh, it was called Land, the Landmark Forum and it talked about the vicious cycle and it becomes like the self-fulfilling prophecy, right? So we mm -hmm. complain about the same things and then we, we were like, well, that's going to happen. And then it, then it happens again. And then it's just like this vicious cycle mm -hmm. that just keeps going. And then we look at it and go, yep. Yep. That's why I'm frustrated. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, and what you're saying, I'm like that, what you're saying is bringing it to a whole nother level, I think, because it's really like, okay, the vicious cycle, you're stepping out, you identify it. But then if you're not willing to say what's behind that, and I'm sure there's a lot more to it. You're, you're, you're the expert here, not me, but that just makes a lot of sense because that's like the, what's behind it. And I think that's sometimes scary to go to, uh, but it's so important. Right. I mean, so it's, it's absolutely important. And it really comes from, this is one thing I want to say. You're certainly not going to uncover and change everything in like a one hour thing or a, you know, like three hour thing. It, you have a lifetime of learning and then to make lasting change, it really takes about four to six months mm. of consistent work where we move from what I call consciously or unconsciously immune where you like, you don't even know you're immune to it. Right. <laughs> consciously released where it no longer has any hold on you. Mm. And then it's you powerful. have a way of releasing yourself when those moments come up that we talked about earlier. Those triggers, right. Way of releasing it. There's a process involved in getting to that point and it continued. The process is a lifetime process. Right. Yeah. But it's about getting the tool in place so that you can keep replicating that shift. It's like, oh, wait, I'm stuck. Shift, stuck, shift, stuck, yeah. shift. Wow. That's great. I love it. Alicia, so we talked about self-care and sometimes people like misinterpret it and say, oh, is that like nails? Is that like chit chat? What, what that is? Because I don't have time or patience to that. I have a lot to do on my real estate. And you mentioned sleep. What else self-care entitles? Uh, it's, it's whatever you need to do to be healthy. You know, it's sleep. It's, you know, we should all be getting seven to nine hours of sleep, but also we should be completing sleep cycles. If you have grogginess, um, there, I, I use a, such a simple website. It's so funny. It's called, it's, um, sleepcalculator.com. Oh, okay. And I literally put in like, when I go to bed, I will put in what time, 
do I need to wake up? And it'll tell me when I complete sleep cycles. So like sometimes I'll get up at 430 because I know I have to be up at five. I'll just naturally wake up at 430 because I've completed a sleep cycle. I don't have the brain fog. So that's like one of the things, completing sleep cycles, getting enough sleep, because you can go on less sleep and not have brain fog if you're completing sleep cycles, but you can't do that consistently because sleep debt is a real thing. You have to hydrate, you have to eat well, you have to exercise, you know, and it feels like we can't fit it all in, but you can't afford not to. Right. Like Mm -hmm. if you're on a big mission to change your life, your family's life, and then do something bigger in the world, you can't afford not to take care of your body because yeah. you only get this one body until they yeah. figure out how to put our brains in like, <laughs> like robots or something. Right, right. Yeah. Um, you only get this one body. You can't afford not to. So we have this urgency in us. Like we have to do everything, but we don't have to do everything ourselves. We, we do not... We need help. Women out there, we need help. Like for me to be on this mission, there's a nanny in my home 16 hours a week and she's amazing. She is a like superwoman. Like this is her calling is to be a ho- in the home because she unloads my dishwasher, folds my laundry, um, does crafts with my kids, bakes with my daughter. Like she's oh. so awesome. And, and I get to feel really good about this time that I'm here with you. Right. Doing, doing this other thing. So we have to look at places in our life. And I don't think that I'm not a present mom, but we just have to look at these places in our life. Like what do we need to be doing and what do we not need to be doing? Yeah. Um, so, right. so that's what I mean by self-care. And if it's getting your nails done, cause it makes you feel good. Like I get up in the morning and I put my makeup on and I do my hair and I get dressed in clothes that make me feel good because I feel good. For someone else, they might not need that in sure. order to feel good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now this has been amazing. I have so many notes of things that I need to <laughs> <laughs> triggers. I got it. Like, oh, that you really ra- raising a lot of great points, and just been a pleasure having you on. Um, you have a. I know you mentioned the free gift, and I would love for you to share with the with the women listening where they can find you, learn more about what you're up to, and all the wonderful resources you have, and especially this free gift that I definitely want to uh, you know take advantage of myself. Awesome. Well, okay. So the reclaiming you, um, you're going to go to consciousedge.com forward slash invest her. So you're the name of your, your, um, show, um, consciousedge.com forward slash invest her and, uh, reclaiming you is, is a three part video series that is going to help you getting more conscious about what filters you want to create in your life. So what do you want for yourself personally? What do you, who do you want in your life? And who do you want to pour into? Because when we pour into other people, it, it makes us feel so much more fulfilled. And then what's your calling? And, and if you don't know what that is, you know, you can start to get those glimmers. Or if you know what that is, you can actually refine it. Because one of the things I see people in real estate do is they try to do everything. Yeah. I, I really loved doing mobile homes. That was my favorite thing that I did. So you're not going to do everything in the beginning. You're going to try a lot of different things, but then figure out what lights you up and just do that really well. And it doesn't always necessarily mean a particular exit strategy, you know, because we do have to be willing to shift as the market shifts, but find the thing that lights you up and then find that within everything that you do. 
Awesome. And where people can find you, Alicia? Uh, and, and you can find me at theconsciousedge.com. Yeah. Perfect. So all of this information, ladies and guys also that are listening to us, you can find on our show notes. Now we're going to transition to our fabulous three questions. And the first one is, what's the most transformational book have you ever read, Alicia? Ah, my favorite, favorite, favorite book. Um, it's called The Go-Giver. Mm. If you've never read The Go-Giver, it's by Bob Berg and John David Mann. It's the red one, The Go-Giver. I think you did recommend that on our Facebook community and I put on my list. Yes. Yeah, it, will, it will change your life. And basically you put in practice one thing each day. It's a quick, easy read. Everybody should read it, read it and it'll totally change your life. That's awesome. The second question is, what's the most powerful routine you do to create a financially free and balanced life, whatever balance means to you? Sleep. You know, I'm a big <laughs> proponent of sleep. I really prioritize sleep over everything. Great. And the last question is, which woman, famous or not, has inspired you the most? This was a hard one for me to answer because every single woman out there has something they offer, whether you're performing at your peak or you're not. I look at every woman out there and I see that glimmer or that, or when they're fully embodying themselves, like it's so inspiring. So when I see somebody, anybody, I couldn't even put a name on it. Anybody who desires to make a difference in the world for someone or everyone, I think that's like, the best thing out there. So I can't put a name on everyone, be on any one person, because I think all you women out there are amazing. Wow. Beautiful. Wow. Alicia, thank you so much for being on our show. Thanks for, thanks for all the work you're doing, because what, what's, what's really fascinating is that so many people are, you know, they're all about, you know, how do you make more money in less time, right? <laughs> I mean, you talk, I mean and, and various ways of saying that, but I know that you probably help your entrepreneurs do well financially and in their life, but you're also helping them, you know, actually have more depth and realness to their life and authenticity and, and making the world a better place, which, which we're up to as well. So it's been a pleasure having you on. Thank you for all you do. And thanks for being on our show. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor. Thanks so much, Alicia. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, Go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community, and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share it with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.